mysterious-ish, contains graphic and explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. I think I'm going to take a nap after this. Ooh, yo, yo, that sounds... Yeah, I think I'm going to take a nap too. Bet. Bet. We'll take naps in our respective homes, in our respective beds, with our respective pets. Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait for this uh, communal nap from afar. Same. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so, Erica. Yes. Today... We are going to the land down under. Ooh. Ooh. We're going to Australia. Australia. And I can't do an Australian accent, as you can tell. So don't expect one. Because <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> also, Macy is exceptionally sneezy today. So if you hear that in the background, I'm not really that sorry. But that's what you're hearing. <laughs> well, big blesses. <clears throat> yeah. And Erica says big blesses. To you, stinky lady. Okay? Okay, she's looking at me like I have no idea what the fuck you're saying. (laughs) Okay, well, today we're going to learn about a cryptid. Weird, imagine that, in the cryptid season. um, Called the bun-yip. The the bun-yip? Bun-yip. Like B-U-N-Y-I-P. Bun-yip. Bun-yip. Yeah, it's um even worse to try to type than to spell because I kept typing bun tip. Ugh. So that's that on that. Okay, here we go. No, have to let me know. Oh, Dylan just texted me. He locked me in my basement. Oh, thanks. Because Persephone kept coming and punching the door. So, oh, <laughs> she wants to she wants to run up and down the stairs. <laughs> oh, okay. Anyways, God, stop yawning. You have the worst breath on the planet. Ah. <laughs> uh, The bunyip. This is going to be a long episode. (laughs) The bunyip is an amphibious amphibious creature. Mm. Mm, I can speak. That resides in lakes, rivers, swamps, lagoons, billabongs, creeks, and water holes. Wow. Basically, every form of water except for a fucking puddle. (laughs) Mm. So they were typically spotted in southeast australia but can be found like throughout the continent of australia um and i used the past tense because they are supposedly extinct thank god oh okay do you hear her punching the door yep great i love that (laughs) she's an asshole So, um, they were mostly seen in the 1800s, specifically in the 1840s and 50s. Uh, There are a couple different accounts of what the bunyip looks like. One description, this is wild, so get get ready to to picture this, because Jesus Christ. Okay, my eyes are closed. One description is the face of a dog, dark fur, a horse tail with walrus tusks, and here is where I get confused. A crocodile head with a duck bill. What? So the head is long like a crocodile. The mouth is shaped like a duck's bill, but the 
face is a dog? I don't. My brain does not compute. No, I don't understand. The, the math, the math ain't mathin'. No, ma'am. No, ma'am, that math ain't mathin'. <laughs> so, other descriptions say that it looks like a snake with a beard. But, like, snakes don't have legs. And this thing has legs or flippers. Like, like, like a sea lion. Oh, a little sea lion. Yeah. So, to me, in all the pictures that I saw, they just look like seals or sea lions. But, but I mean, okay, well, they look like seals or sea lions, but they have tusks, like a walrus. Interesting. Yeah, it, it is. It's something. Um, they, they have tusks, all, like all the accounts that I have read said that they for sure have tusks. And they all say that the bunyip is like for sure aquatic, so like it lives in in animals. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> oh fuck me! I uh, read the word animal in my in my notes, and my brain said, "Oh, that one." <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So you know, it's fine. They they live in water, not animals. Okay, cool. Yeah, so they're aquatic, um, but. They only come on land at night uh, for nefarious reasons that we will discuss later. Okay. Uh, Yeah. So the bunyip originated in Aboriginal mythology. Uh, The word bunyip in the Aboriginal language, which the language is called Wemba Wemba. Wemba Wemba. I wombo. I was wombo. <laughs> I knew your ass was gonna make a SpongeBob reference. That's why I did it. <laughs> he, she, me, wombo. <laughs> I knew you were gonna fucking make that reference. That's why I did it first. Oh shit, that was funny. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh no. Oh, Macy, your ear scrolled. Stop that. Your Her ear scrolled? Yeah, her ear her ear touched my phone screen and made it scroll down. How dare. <laughs> yeah, it was cute, though. She's like, look, she's just staring at me. She's just the sweetest. Oh. Get you a man who looks at you the way that my dog looks at me. Mm. Yes. <laughs> it's very sweet. Okay. <laughs> so the word bunyip in Wemba Wemba means demon- Devil or evil spirit. Oh. And goddamn, is that correct? Because you know why the bunyip only leaves the water at night? Why? Mm, to feast upon innocent women and children. No! <laughs> why has it always got to be the women and children? God. Like, why can't, why can't, like, men? Why can't it ever be men? Right. <laughs> Come on, what God. the hell? So, uh, also, it just, like, screams all the time like specifically when it's about to eat its prey it just like just it says like a loud like roar like a bellowing roar Uh uh-huh mm-hmm no thank you so it screams no yeah it sure she sure does he sure they sure do they do be screaming they do be screaming they do be bellowing So the legend behind this creature is that there was once a man named Bunyip who, okay, I can barely say Bunyip without 
fucking it up. Like I have to really think about it and I have to be looking at it for me to be able to get the N and the Y next to each other at the same time. <laughs> so um super sorry if your name is Bunyip because I can't. Anyways. I can't. So there was a man named Bunyip who broke the rainbow serpent's greatest law by eating the animal that was his totem animal. So like, you know how in Brother Bear you get assigned your totem animal? Mm-hmm. So he, Bunyip, ate his totem animal. So like if his totem animal was like a bear, he uh-huh. ate a bear. So the rainbow serpent is a deity that many Aboriginal people follow He is seen as the creator god, the one who created land and diversity, but he can also create chaos when disturbed and or pissed off. Beautiful. So you don't want to, you don't want to fuck around and find out with, uh, with, uh, the rainbow serpent, but, uh, Bunyip, he fucked around and found out (laughs) and, uh, he got banished by the spirit by me, by me. Miami, I don't know. And he became an evil spirit that lured people and livestock to the water so that he could eat them. And that's where the 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 uh legend of the bunyip came from. Okay. Uh-huh. So anyways, the first um quote sighting of the bunyip, bunyip was in fucking 1818, which 1818. How does that even exist? But it's fine. When explorers explorers i don't know why i said it like that (laughs) james meehan and hamilton hume mm -hmm, discovered big ass bones in lake broadhurst in new New south wales oh my god why can't i speak that was a mouthful though hi this is a podcast where we talk and i can't so (laughs) fuck Big ass bones in Lake Broadhurst in New South Wales, Australia. These bones were described to be uh, as similar to that of a manatee or like a hippo. Um, And more bones were discovered in the 1830s in the Wellington Caves in New South Wales by George Rankin and Thomas Mitchell. But... An anatomist named Sir Richard Owen said Aww. the those bones that discovered that were discovered by Jordan Tam, um, they were marsupial bones. Like apparently, they're in in the Jurassic days with the dinosaurs and shit. There were big ass wombats called Diprodoton and Nototherium. <laughs> oh, <okay>. Nailed it. <laughs> Which are just. Big ass wombats. That's all. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, the bones that were discovered in the Wellington Caves by Rankin and Mitchell, they were marsupial bones, but they never proved that the first set of bones found in 1818, they never proved that they were manatee or hippo bones. Mm-hmm. So uh, also in 1847, there was an odd looking skull discovered on the Murrumbidgee Riverbanks. Beautiful. Murrumbidgee. Beautiful. Okay. Uh, in New South Wales. So uh, the person who found this skull claimed that, quote, all the natives who to who it was... That is not English. <laughs> all the natives to whom it was shown. 
I don't know if that's a typo or if they misspoke, but all the natives to whom it was shown called it a bunyip, unquote. This skull was later determined to be that of a deformed foal or calf. So it wasn't actually a bunyip. (laughs) Uh, But the Australian Museum in Sydney said, nope, that's a bunyip for you. And they put it on display as a bunyip skull. Really? (laughs) They said, the fucking scientist people said, that would be a baby cow. And they, the fucking museum said, uh-uh, nope, mm-mm, for sure not, definitely a bunyip, here you go. <laughs> oh, God. No, no, mate, that's a bunyip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Woo, that's I, I, I said what I said. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I would have loved to hear that conversation because that would have just been the best. Yeah, literally. Just I just could literally sit and listen to people talk in Australian. Like people from Australia, I could sit and listen to you talk all fucking day long, all fucking day. Like I don't even I don't care what you're saying. Just talk to me. I won't even talk. You just talk to me. Ooh, maybe I need to find some some Australian podcast. Ooh, there you go. Because listen. I'm not even kidding when I say that I started listening to that British podcast. Mm-hmm. My whole internal monologue is British. The whole no. fucking thing. Everything that I think is in a British accent. I can't stop it. I understand. I went through that phase when I was big into One Direction because I would always watch their videos and shit. And so like my monologue became their voices and just. Yeah. Yep. So I understand. It's a real thing, but also I fucking hate it here. So like any yeah. sort of escapism, yeah, whatever I can get, whatever I can get. Oh, that's so true. <laughs> so the first report of the word bunyip being used in reference to, you know, the creature, the bunyip was in 1845 when the Geelong advertiser, Geelong, G-E-E-L-O-N-G, G Long advertiser stated that there had been a new animal discovered. This article detailed a story of an Aboriginal woman who had been killed by a bunyip, as well as a man, quote, who showed several deep wounds on his breast made by the claws of the animal. The article also gave a description of the bunyip, quote, uniting the characteristics of a bird and an alligator. It has a head resembling an emu with a long bill at the extremity of which has a transverse projection on each side with serrated edges like the bone of a stingray. Its body and legs partake the nature of the alligator. 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 The hind legs are remarkably thick and strong and the forelegs are much longer but still of great strength. The extremities are furnished with long claws. When in the water, it swims like a frog. And when on shore, it walks on its hind legs with its head erect. In which position it measures 12 or 13 feet in height. No. 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 Fuck no. I hell no. Exactly. No, no, no. Precisely. No. I'm not going to fuck. No. Also, what are the things? Okay, so this describes its... Earlier, I was saying that it's like a, like tusks, but this says that there's 
serrated, 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 mm-hmm. whatever, like the bone of a stingray. So they have tusks, but they're serrated. Um, I don't know. I don't know if they even know what they're talking about. How that gives they? me the yuck. You the know, yuck? the ick, the ick. That gives yes. me the ick. I don't like it. So a man named William Buckley claimed to have encountered the bunyip in 1852. Buckley was an escaped convict in Australia who was taken in by the Watharong, I'm so sorry, people. He claimed that Lake, why did I do this to myself? He claimed that Lake Mudawari was home to the, quote, extraordinary amphibious, why can't I speak? Home to the, quote, extraordinary amphibious animal, which the natives call Bunyip. He said that he saw the cryptid a few times, but that he, quote, could never see any part except the back, which appeared to be covered with feathers of a dusky gray color. So weird. He saw this thing a couple times, but only from the back. Right. That's convenient. Mm. So as part of our discussion on if we think this thing is real or not, let me first say that a lot of reports describe it to look like a seal or a sea lion. And like, to me, that's what it looks like. Like all of the images that have been like, that it has been like drawn or whatever, mocked up, whatever. They all look like a seal, like a a variation of a seal or a sea lion to me. Charles Fenner suggested that it could be related to the seal's like the, the first sightings could be related to the seals making their way onto shore from the Murray, Murray and Darling Rivers, specifically the loud roars or the, the bellowing roars and screams. They are similar to that of an elephant or a leopard seal, like an elephant seal or a leopard seal. Others think that it could be a misinterpretation or misremembering of the extinct giant Australian marsupials that I detailed earlier. Uh, I will not be saying their names again because I don't remember them. (laughs) Carl Brandt suggests that the southern cassowary is actually what inspired the creature. I don't know what a cassowary is. I thought that was a bird. Uh, Let's find out. Cassowary. It is. It's a flightless bird. A flightless bird? Oh, that's a big bitch. It looks like an ostrich, but like with a fat ass. (laughs) serious a fat ass and a colorful neck (laughs) a fat ass and a blue neck (laughs) that's what that's what a cassowary is okay so i don't think that's what the image is that i have seen of this thing i don't think that's what it looks like but so there could be a lot of different things that the bunyip could be but the word bunyip did eventually make its way into Australian jargon. So in the 1850s, it's not used anymore. But in the 1850s, the the bun the word bunyip referred to someone who was an imposter or a pretender. But also, the bunyip has made like as a creature, the bunyip has made its way into pop culture, including a video game that I've never fucking heard of called Scribble Knots, and also. A fuck ton of Australian horror movies, such as the aptly named Bunyip and Red Billabong. Hmm. And that's the Bunyip. And that's the Bunyip. Wow. That's the Bunyip. So there it is. What do you think? Um, 
Well, I think it's just like, I don't know, like how you said that it looks like a seal. I'm not going to lie. The first thing I thought of since it was like the, you said it was like the 1800s. I thought of like mad scientists. (laughs) That feels evil stuff. That feels like it's the the source of a lot of cryptids. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. also the fact that this thing only eats women and children. I just feel like this is like a cautionary tale. You know what I mean? Where mm-hmm. it's like, oh, wife and kids, you better listen to the man of your house because otherwise the bunyip is going to come and rip your insides out or whatever the fuck it does like it just feels like a cautionary tale to scare women and children into subservience like agreed (laughs) fuck and also like uh even if this thing was real they probably like blew it out of proportion because it was the fucking 1800s like what animals have they like not discovered True. true you know what i mean and plus like all the people like from England who were coming in to to um, colonize Australia, like they probably just I mean, can you imagine, Erica, picture this. It's 1800, whatever the fuck. It's like mid 1800s. Mm-hmm. You are on a boat from England to Australia. It's this new continent that we have just discovered and you're going there to explore. I don't know. Women aren't allowed to explore and do things in the 1800s, but pretend you're not. Right. I'm going to so, explore. You're going to explore. You arrive on this foreign land, and all of a sudden, a fucking kangaroo crosses your path. Mm. You have never seen a kangaroo before in your life. I, w- I would run. Yeah, what the fuck is that? It's like tall. It looks like a giant fucking bunny rabbit, but it'll knock the fuck out of you if you get near it. That bitch will kick you clear back to England. Like, (laughs) think about, like, God, think about all the animals that they didn't discover. Like, this could have just been, like, some weird animal that they had never seen before, and it got blown out of proportion. Yeah, that's a good theory, yeah. That's what I think it is. Or a seal. Or a seal, yes. Like an elephant seal. You know, elephant seals are, like, not cute. So it could be. Because the description of this cryptid specifically is, like, horrendously ugly in my head. (laughs) So, no offense to the bunyip. Please don't eat me. I know I'm a woman. (laughs) Please don't eat me. But, like, I don't know. Oh, Lord. Yeah. No, I don't think this one was ever real. Mm -mm. I think they got it confused with a an already existing animal and made it worse than it sounds and then used it as a cautionary ta- cautionary tale to scare women and children. I agree with you. Yeah. That's a good theory. Yep. Sounds great to me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, listeners, that is all we have for you this week. We will catch you guys next week. Uh, Don't do anything I wouldn't do. Bye. Bye forever. Thank you for listening to Mysterious Ish. All episodes are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or your favorite podcast directory. Follow us on social media at Mysterious Ish Pod. If you have topic suggestions, questions, or stories to share, you can email us at MysteriousIshPod at gmail.com. 
or visit our website at mysteriousishpod.com. Make sure to come back next week for another discussion about the mysteries of the universe. <laughs>